to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. Hope you guys had an absolutely fantastic, safe, productive weekend. You enjoyed the Hagman Show on Friday. We went through a lot of different topics and going to have a lot of stuff for you guys today. I've been up all morning getting articles together and researching stuff, and the more I'm looking into what's happening now, this whole door-to-door outreach program that Biden so, let's call him the bumbling buffoon, so casually put it that they're going to go knock on doors and walk around and try to basically coerce people into making sure that they get their shot is becoming more and more like a beta test for something much, much bigger. There was a article that was put out now on the website by the Rural Domestic Preparedness Consortium, and it's basically a training provider directly for the Department of Homeland Security. These guys are pretty much like a military contractor that works with DHS, and they outline in the program, it was released now, it's called MGT-433 Isolation and Quarantine for Rural Communities and is an eight-hour instructor-led course designed to provide the knowledge necessary to begin planning for situations requiring the isolation and quarantine of a large portion of the local and rural populace. That was a quote from their website. goes on to further say, the training will provide public and private sector emergency managers, community policy makers, public health and public safety personnel with the general knowledge necessary to begin planning for situations requiring the isolation and quarantine of a large portion of a local rural population. A rural's community ability to collectively respond to emergency requiring authorization and quarantine is not only essential to minimize the negative impacts of the community at risk, but also minimize the long-term negative economic and health effects on the American populace as a whole. Now, the thing that's very kind of telling about this article that really starts to make you question it is why is the quarantining and isolation of a rural populace even a topic that's a primary discussion? If it's a rural populace, isolating them is already something that's done. It's rural, hence the term. So this kind of starting to play into what we have now seen as the newest information that has come out now about this door-to-door knocking for the surge teams or the strike teams, as the White House press staff said. In Lake County, Illinois now, we've seen the first published helpful hints for the strike teams taking part in what they're calling the Community Health Ambassador Outreach Door Knocking Project to Increase COVID Vaccine Acceptance. And they have a whole list of stuff that basically they're told to do. And it says there, if you're nervous, that's okay. We all still get nervous. Ignore no soliciting signs. You're not soliciting. You're offering critical information and resources. What you're doing is not illegal. Knock and then back up. Follow COVID-19 distancing protocols and speak clearly. If someone's uncomfortable with you be there in person, offer to give them more distance. Make clear up front that the building has let you in and you're from the health department. Report on your work. Be sure to fill out the door-knocking spreadsheet with the counts of all in the dwelling that still need a vaccine, who is already vaccinated, and who needs more information. So what this is now, this is a volunteer-based 
preliminary approach to gather your medical history in direct violation with HIPAA, I might add, because these are not these are not medical workers. Let me clarify that. At least in Lake County, Illinois, this is a volunteer position for people to basically go in and ask you about your medical history. This is the first step in not only violating HIPAA, but being able to come in now and essentially imply that the all-powerful government needs to know every single thing you've done to your body, everything you do, everywhere you go, and if you have permission to go further. Now, it looks like so far this is primarily based on more urban environments. As it appears from these spreadsheets, they're referring to a lot of um, stairs, buildings, apartments, and different references that they talk about it. And quite frankly, in some of the hints they have – It sounds very much almost like military tactics as far as doing door-to-door, which is exactly what it says on here. Basically, going and checking off the list from all the numbers in the apartment that you're going through, going in and basically writing down each person that is in that dwelling that has or has not been ejected. This is very disturbing, and this is going to set a massive precedence if this continues to go further. So – when I saw something like this happen, this is just my opinion. The first thing you need to make sure you want to do is you need to tell them that they are trespassing on private property. Now, if it's an apartment, this is different because you're basically an apartment complex, but you tell them that they are basically trying to harass and intimidate you, and they are trying to basically uh, – I would not answer a question. Put it that way. Remember, you have the right to remain silent even though this is not any type of law enforcement engagement yet. You do not have to answer these questions. You can tell them that you feel like you're being harassed. Please leave the property. Do not come back or they will be trespass warned. That's what I would personally say. Don't start yelling and cussing and threatening them, especially don't threaten them. Don't say basically you're going to pull a gun on them or you're going to do something like that, especially if they're there in person. Because remember, they're going to take notes on everything that happens if you answer the door. Now, like I said, I wouldn't answer anything. I wouldn't give them any information. I wouldn't engage them at all. I would simply say, sorry, I don't know you. You're trespassing. If you come back here again, you're going to be trespass warned. Do not knock on my door again. This is harassment now. That's all I would say about it. And leave it at that. And more than likely, they're not going to come back. Now, they're probably still going to jot down that you basically are being uncompliant. But quite frankly, there's going to be a whole lot of people that are going to be uncompliant. This is going to be the first phase in trying to get this agenda in place with getting people normalized and getting a list together of people that basically are not wanting to get this RNA gene editing shot. As we've already talked about repeatedly now, this graphene oxide con just report that's come out now, and Google, of course, has come out and said, oh, that's not true at all. This isn't anything. Well, the problem with it is there's a high probability that it is true. Whenever you see the mainstream media outlets completely and totally ignore, discredit, and try to fact check when something comes out, you can be pretty well assured that there is something that they're trying to hide behind it. And as we're seeing this agenda here in the United States, we're seeing it start to spread. Even representatives are starting to call this out. Representative Madison Cawthorn, who's basically Republican out of North Carolina, warned Friday that this vaccine check door-to-door is highly likely going to turn into some type of also gun grab and or Bible grab. Now, 
I don't know if he's accurate about that. This is just what he said. And I quote, authoritarian is basically on the rise. There are tyrants who want to take away your rights to not be able to congregate in church and not be able to own firearms. Going door to door to be able to take vaccines to people or ask them. The thing about these mechanisms is they would have to be built to be able to actually execute this on a massive scale. And think about what those mechanisms could be used for. They could go door to door in the future to take your guns or ask you about your firearms or go door to door to take your Bibles. And like I said, that may seem far-fetched right now, but this is being done. Like he said, this is a huge, huge scale project. This is not an easy task. You have 330 million people in this country and you're talking about, you want to start going door to door. Well, then it's interesting because then you have Italian virologist that's basically professor of state university in Milan Fabrizio Palaschio has now stated that at least 5 million Italians who are either against the vaccine or undecided basically need to be encouraged. He goes, the government should switch strategies house to house. That is with a more profiled and territorial vaccine campaign that must be widespread and reach everyone. The vaccination obligation, the real challenge is to reach those who do not trust and to do so you really need to use local medicine from pharmacies to family doctors so what he's saying is the exact same thing door to door house to house why do we keep hearing this reference in numerous countries and repeatedly in the united states if anybody if anybody has ever looked at military tactics door to door house to house search and cordon is a term and reference that is used repeatedly this concept was basically executed very aggressively in fallujah if you follow any of the military tactics door to door house to house cordon and search you lock down an area and you close in on it. And you go door to door in every single house and every building. You search every single house. This is why they had such an aggressive campaign in Fallujah and said they needed to be clearing multiple houses per hour. This is also why numerous Marines were shot and killed in Fallujah and why it was so violent for over 50 days because they had such an aggressive push to go door to door and house to house. This terminology, my friends, is not being put out there by accident. It's being done again for two reasons, in my opinion. A, to desensitize the American populace of what they're starting to do, and B, algorithm response. They want to see what negative response is going to come up on the internet when they keep putting these terms out there. How many people are going to search it? How many people are going to give it a thumbs down? How many people are going to give it a thumbs up? How many people are basically going to go along with it? Remember, that giant NSA data facility out in Utah wasn't built to sit there and get spiders and bugs in it. It was there very specifically to do full-blown analysis and algorithms on every single internet and phone search topic word keystroke in the entire country that is why it's so important i say this all the time we have to get vocal on topics whether you're talking online whether you're talking in person whether you're sending text messages whether you're sending articles to people whether you're forwarding our show everything because when they see an extremely negative response on a wide scale position or topic they realize, okay, this is not something that we're going to go along with very well. This is one of the main reasons, in my opinion, why the Sandy Hook shooting and numerous other shootings back in 2012 and 13 when the gay Kenyan Obama was in office, 
they did not push any more gun laws or gun confiscations or gun restrictions with Obama after that happened because the United States populace went out and bought over 50 million magazines along with tens of millions of AR-15s and billions of rounds of ammunition. It was one of the largest arm races from a populace, a civilian populace, we have ever seen short of what we saw last year. That is why it's so important to basically vote with your dollar and make your voice heard. If you agree with something, if you like something, if you're supporting something, make it known. Be vocal about it. But I wanted to kind of bring some of these things up here because this isn't going to stop. They're going to keep pushing this agenda, and we have to make sure everybody knows we are not okay with it whatsoever. Be direct. Make sure people understand and are very clear about what you're saying and not supporting this under any circumstances. That's my opinion on this, Dad. What do you think? You know, Austin, how many times have I said on the show it's all based on algorithms? Yep. All the decisions they make is based on algorithms. And when you push back, they see that. If you go along with it, they see that. And the more they they push until they reach a certain amount of resistance and they stop. And then what happens is they reset the center point. In other words, if 20% say it's okay the first time, they stop at 22%. They try it again. Then they get 23% or 24 or 25%. Then they stop again. Then they get 25, 26, 27, 28%. Then they stop again. And this is how they've manipulated the groupthink of the United States and of the world for the past 70, 80 years. It's what they do. They constantly change the basically groupthink by manipulating the algorithms, and everything's a beta test. All of it. It's all statistical analysis. And what they do is they do exactly what Austin just said. They'll use that giant data center and they'll they'll gather a trillion bits of information. And that trillion bits of information, the how should I say, the statistical error of that's zero. There's no way you can make a mistake when you analyze that much data. This is exactly what the people will accept. This is exactly what the people will do. Okay, we're not ready for this next point. Right now, we've got 47% of the people in America taking basically a, you know, an RNA, you know, experimental kill shot, and they're doing it willingly. This is the most thing that this blows my mind. It really does. I mean, from a from a from a scientific standpoint, and, and from being trained in this field, it's amazing to me that the people are this gullible. That they've been they've been had this much fluoride. That they have this many statin drugs, this many tricyclic antidepressants, and all the other things that mess up the memory. We've covered so many times on the show. No one wants to think about the fact that you know people are dying. I have friends that have died. I mean, I went to a funeral of a black guy just a few months ago. I mean, just on and on and on and on. And so we have the situation now where they're continuing to manipulate us. Why? Because they control the energy field around the planet. And as they control the energy field around the planet. They can control the emotions of the people around the planet. This is what the Satanists have done for thousands of years. This is how they get people into a white-hot frenzy, and they get them doing all kinds of crazy stuff, and they make them think through what they're doing, and, and, and they can say, they're thinking how great they are and how wonderful they are. And the problem is is that you, know, you get into a situation where you, know, you, you don't want to believe that these guys are doing this stuff, but they really are doing this stuff, and you kind of sit back and you go – this is crazy. How in the world can these guys do this and think it's okay? Well, it's just it's what they do. It's how they think. And and the sad part about it is is that, you know, they're psychopaths. They don't have a how should I say 
they don't have a real problem with killing people like we do. And, and see, and this is the problem that we have, isn't it, as Christians? These guys actually took – this is the same group of the ancient Canaanite religion guys. They took a giant bronze statue of Baal, and they hollowed out the back of it. Now listen to me. Now I'm going to talk about some crazy stuff here for a second. And they basically at that point, they, they, they took this giant statue, and they heated it up so it was unbelievably, unbelievably, unbelievably hot, and it started glowing. The statue actually started glowing red because it was so hot. And in the front of the stat, in the front of the statue, there were two arms with a platform, and these arms would start glowing hot. Now listen to me. If you got children listening right now, just go ahead and have them leave the room. It's really important. You don't, don't let them listen to this. And then they would take their babies that had been conceived through a satanic ritual orgy, you know, nine months earlier or ten months earlier. You know, for fertility rituals and for basically having good crops come in, and they would take their babies and they would lay them on the, the glowing arms of Baal. Okay, now the baby immediately starts screaming, is being burned, and they would start drums playing in the background as loud as they could play, beating on the drums to drown out the sounds of the screaming infant. I'm not joking about this, guys. This is the ancient Canaanite religion. That runs the world. This is what they think about. They say, that's why they don't care about abortion. They don't care about dismembering a child. They don't care about full-term abortion. Actually, they've been doing this for thousands of years. And so this is what happened to the Israelites. They got into these countries. They already had to deal with all of the mess associated with the ancient Egyptian mythology with Isis and Osiris and all the rest. Then they went into these cities and these towns and these places into the country and they saw these guys sacrificing these children to Baal and then the, the, another sacrifice to Asher and, and all of a sudden some of it to Moloch. It's all basically the same. And they started doing the same thing. Even Solomon did it. He was sacrificing his children and children of Israel to Baal. I, I've read you the verses on it. And this, this ancient Canaanite religious cult, the basically Sabbatine Kabbalist when it was resurrected under that name in 1666, but it had been continuing to do what it had been doing for a couple thousand years. It went dormant for a while, went really underground with the rise of Christianity. And in 1666, Sabbatine Zivi decided to bring it all back. And this is what the Kabbalah is. You know, it's, it's, the, it's, the, it's the book of the Zohar, which I've talked about so many times on this show. And, and what they do is they basically use the ancient Canaanite religions in order to worship these entities on the other side of the veil, which CERN has pointed out to everybody that exists. So this is the group of people that run the planet. Now, at this point in time, they claim to be Jews, but they are not. So the Bible says, I'm quoting Revelation now. They are the synagogue of Satan, and they control everything. They control politics. They control the media. They control what you see on your TV. They control what you see at the movies. Uh, the other night, we were watching a movie here at the house. We have a DVD, and it's called Runaway Jury. And it was, it's with Gene Hackman. It's a really good movie. And Savannah was watching it with us. She's 18 years old, and it's all about gun control and getting the guns away from the people. And Gene Hackman was the bad guy. He was representing this gun firm that somebody had gone into an office building and shot a bunch of people. I'm not going to tell you the whole plot, but it was all pro-gun control, anti-Second Amendment. 
And Savannah, she watched this movie. It was about an hour and a half. And she said, can you pause the movie for a second, Dad? And she's 18 years old and she's in college. She goes, I'm really positive and pro-guns. But this movie's making me not like guns. And it's making me want to take the side of the people that want to seize the guns. I said, I know. Isn't that amazing? I said, but here's the difference. You see what they're doing and you see the groupthink manipulation and you understand that. And you asked me to pause the video and I do. And I explain to you what's going on. If you watch TV with that mindset that they're trying to manipulate you with every single thing you see, whether it be transgenders or gays or taking guns, and you understand it's the same group that cooked those children on that statue, and you see that and you understand it, then it makes you understand how they don't want you to be armed and they don't want you pushing back and how they run everything via algorithms. There's a really interesting article that come out this morning about Britney Spears and how they have been with the Mickey Mouse Club and how Disney's employees, many of them, dozens of them, have been arrested for child sex crimes, including top executives and directors. And in some cases, they actually were rehired by Disney to work with the children after doing extremely short jail time for raping child actors. Yeah. Former Disney chairman and Democratic senator George Mitchell was identified as a pedophile who visited Epstein Island. And before that, Ghislaine Maxwell was doing photo ops. Listen to this. Ghislaine Maxwell, Mossad agent, was doing photo ops for Disney's Save the Children. Several former child stars have claimed that the industry is crawling with pedophiles. And we see this, and it's not just Disney. I'm not just picking on Disney. I'm talking about Hollywood in general. Because remember, these pedophiles want to destroy everything that is the United States of America. They want to come in and basically take control of everything that you see, everything you hear, and everything that basically has any type of, what should I say, value to you. They want to do everything they possibly can to destroy you. Years ago, and Austin doesn't remember this. Back in like 1960, 1959, I was a little kid. I'll never forget this. Khrushchev, who was basically the premier, the, the, the leader of Russia at that point, this was hardcore communism. He watched, we watched in horror while he banged his shoe on the table, yelling and screaming. And we got to realize that this, has been, this was September the 29th, 1959. He's warning the entire world. And he said, quote, your children's children will live under communism. You Americans are so gullible. No, you won't accept communism outright, but we will keep feeding you small doses of socialism until you will finally wake up and find you have already accepted communism. We will not have to fight you. We will so weaken your economy that you will fall like overripe fruit into our hands. The democracy will cease to exist when you take away from those who are willing to work and give to those who will not. End quote. Think about that. They have to control the health care. They've got increased poverty levels. It's all part of their plank. They have to increase debt. They've got to have gun control. They've got to have a welfare state. They have to control the education. They have to control religion, remove the belief of God from the schools and from the systems and from the from churches. And they have to have class warfare. They've got to separate and divide everybody. This is who they are. This is what they do. And when you understand that it's the same group, you kind of look back on it, You go, what the heck? Well, who rules us? Who is in charge of this? Why in the world has this happened? Why is, why is it going on like this? And then you got to realize – just you know, last week, Biden. Gosh, this is almost this is this is embarrassing. You know, Benjamin Netanyahu's been defeated. There's a, even a worse president in Israel now than Benjamin Netanyahu. And I have posted this article. Benjamin Netanyahu was gone, but Biden kneels, kneels, grovels on his knees, 
like this man is a god. Biden kneels before the Israeli president in the White House and pledges unquestionable commitment to Israel. Photographs were revealed this week showing the President Biden apparently kneeling before the Israeli president and his chief of staff. According to Israeli media, Biden offered his unquestionable commitment to Israel's self-defense and promised that his commitment to Israel is known and engraved in the rock. Now, you know, I don't care if this was Israel. Heck, I don't care if this was China. I don't care what the heck he's doing to whoever he's doing it to. My problem is this. I bow before no man. I bow before the Lord Jesus Christ and the great I am, Holy Spirit. I mean, I'll get on my knees and I will pray. I've done it many, many times. But I am not going to bow down before a new president-elect in Israel or any other country. This is an embarrassment to the United States, but it kind of tells you something, doesn't it? It kind of tells you who runs the United States through APAC to the Anti-Defamation League and all the stuff that we're dealing with all of the time in the United States with what's going on with the Council on Foreign Relations. Remember, Donald Trump put more people from the Council on Foreign Relations into his administration than has any other president that we know of in recorded history. Now, you think about that. The Council on Foreign Relations was developed by the Rothschild Banking Cartel that basically it happened after World War One. After the League of Nations failed, and they had to figure out a way to implement communism globally, and the CFR is dedicated to one, 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 one world government in, in communism, country, a whole one world government, one world religion, one world everything. And this weekend, I had a good friend of mine. He's a very, very nice guy. His name's Enoch. He's, he's a good friend of mine. He's a Christian. And he texted me something yesterday. I was in church, and I received this text, and I thought it was a little bit odd. Enoch's texting me in church. And Enoch was a big pro-Trump guy, you know, as I was five years ago, and he basically said to me – this is – I'll read you the text. I've for a long time been somewhat suspicious of Trump. As I've put things together, I'm sure he's one of them. Through him, we've all been exposed, and we've all been blindsided. He picked all the wrong people for his administration. He never got rid of the guilty. He basically – towards the end of the presidency, he began to take all the credit for what he did. He began to swear more. He pushed the vaccine, giving many people confidence in the vaccine. The Supreme Court picks he made ended up against the things that we stand for. Even now, he's giving us false hope to keep us blind to the truth. Enoch says, you won't like this, but I think this is the truth. My response to Enoch was, I've said this for three years. You're 100% right. I talk about this on my show. I believe he's a Kabbalist, just like his daughter. So many of you have found his video about basically bragging about his awards that he's received. But as far as the Tree of Life Award and the Kabbalist Award and all those quote-unquote names they put on it and posted on YouTube, all gone. Nothing else. But I have found it again when he's talking about it's the most important thing he has and he believes in everything it stands for. He says that. You can listen to it again at healthmasters.com before it's taken down. and You never get to hear Trump say that out of his own mouth. But guys, it's so important that we understand what's going on. And Austin's 100% right. It's all based on algorithms. If they really believe the United States is like rotten fruit or ripe fruit ready to fall into their hands, they will push this agenda with these door-to-door kill shots. They will. And I'm like, I'm like Austin. You know, you know, I, I would be courteous to them. Say, you know, and I've already had COVID. I've already had it. 
Sharon's already had it. I would just say to them, sorry, guys, I already had the shot. Uh, don't really want to discuss it with you. You're on private property. You need to go. That's it. That's all I'm going to say. And if they want to sit there and argue, there was a really good video that went out. It was kind of funny. This that red-haired comedian guy went to this girl's house and tried to force her to take the shot. She straight decked him, and he's laying on the ground. And he goes, "By the way, while we're here, can we go ahead and you know and, and take your guns too while we're here?" And I'm like, "Whoa, you guys got to watch that." I posted that on, on, on Health Masters website too. We're to that point. We're right now at a precipice because they know they've got a tipping point right now. They're about to push the country over the ledge. We don't stand our ground now and say no to this. It's going to go sideways really fast, just like it did in Germany when my mom was there with the Weimar Republic and with Hitler and all the rest of it. When you let that tipping point occur and that government gets too much power, they do whatever they want to do, whenever they want to do it, however they want to do it, and there's no stopping them. Like Biden said, what was it, two weeks ago? We have nuclear weapons. We have, you know, F-16, F-18 jets. You know, you can't come after this country. You can't stand against what we do. And I'm like, wait a minute. Did you just threaten the people of the United States with nuclear weapons and F-16s and troops on the streets? What about posse comitatus? Remember, they don't care about that. We got this bumbling buffoon kneeling to other presidents on the ground, groveling on his knees. Guys, this is a problem. Austin, what do you think, bud? What's your next story? Well, this, this is exactly right. And on top of that, you see this agenda that's being pushed now in the movies, in the media. There's an article actually from Breitbart came out with, and it said reports show how queer creators have spent years now pushing the LGBTQRSTUVXYZ agenda in children's TV programs. They said the increased characters and themes popping up in shows made for children of these characters is not an organic development. It is the consequence of so-called queer creators pushing their agenda and working with major entertainment networks, writers, producers, showrunners, and directors to place directly sexualized themes into on-screen fairs made for young audiences. Recent report by Entertainment Insider highlights the increase of this happening in children's programming. Hollywood's increased the representation of agenda in TV shows and networks, including Nickelodeon, PBS, and Cartoon Network that have signed on the effort. As Breitbart News previously reported, the tidal wave of gay and queer representation has washed over children's TV shows with a 222% increase in these LGBT characters and stories between 2019 or excuse me 2017 to 2019 alone 222% increase in just a 2 year period that is why you have seen things get so perverted recently and what's interesting that I saw the other day and I was laughing about it earlier because I thought it was hilarious, and then it started to kind of get me irritated. You guys know the the video that the the queer boy choir these 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 just perverts out in San Francisco put out. Now they basically are coming out and saying that they have now closed down the choir out of abundance for caution after the members started receiving a barrage of negative messages and including death threats. And one of the main guys said that the he said the message was lost the song was just tongue-in-cheek satirical now it wasn't tongue-in-cheek satirical at all is directly telling them telling us what these homosexual perverts some of them by the way has been reported now that they've basically registered sex offenders 
what they wanted to do. And if you guys remember, we brought it up on the show the other day. Part of the lyrics said, you think that will corrupt your kids if our agenda goes unchecked. Funny just this once, you're correct. We'll convert your children bit by bit, quietly and suddenly, and you'll barely notice it. We're coming for them. We're coming for your children. Now, this is typical, typical perverted ideology where they come in now. This this is how this leftist group works. This is how the communists work. This is how this absolutely sadistic perverted agenda works. They put out full-blown filth telling you what they're doing and they're coming for your kids. They get blowback on Twitter. Now all of a sudden they say it's hate crime. We were just joking. It was just funny. Ha, ha, ha. Why are you so serious about it? It wasn't a joke. It wasn't satirical. They were doing it directly telling everybody what they're doing. Nobody jokes about stuff like that. And what's ironic about it is now the Western Journal has unearthed at least four matches of individuals that were in the group that are in the current choir that are basically registered sex offenders. David Wallace convicted of lewd and lascivious acts with a child under 14 years of age. Lawrence Friedberg, similarly convicted, lewd and lascivious acts with a child under 14 years of age. Louis Cadral, convicted of lewd and lascivious acts with a children under 14 years of age, released in 2020. Keith Pepper, convicted of lewd and lascivious acts with a child under 14 years of age. The accusations first circulated on Twitter Friday. And the sad part about this is this gay choir has an outreach program that brings the choir into elementary middle and high schools across the Bay Area to basically shove their perverted message in everybody's face. This is what their agenda is doing. They tell you, oh, don't worry about it. It's not a big deal. We're just joking while they blatantly brag and joke about what they're doing right in front of you. This is why I have been so adamant about not tolerating this nonsense anymore. It's not a joke to me. These individuals are not joking. It's very real to them. They are pushing their agenda very, very clearly. They're telling everybody what they're doing. So it's time that we tell them what we're doing. Tolerance no longer exists with me on this topic. I've told everybody, and I've made it very clear. If somebody wants to go be a cross-dressing pervert in their own home, I don't care what they do with their life. It's not my problem. They want to run around outside on the sidewalk in a dress and pretend they're a girl. That's not my problem. I don't care. However, if I hear them or I talk to them or I have an engagement with them, I will let them know that I absolutely have no respect for their behavior. They are acting like perverts, and I'm not going to call him a man, just being honest with you, because that is also my right of free speech. They can have their free speech. I can have my free speech. This is not rules for thee and not for me anymore. I'm sick of that. I'm so tired of people telling me, well, you have to be tolerant. You have to embrace it and be tolerant. No, I don't. I don't have to tolerate it. They don't tolerate me. I don't tolerate them. We're just going to agree to disagree and not tolerate each other. How about that? How about that? That's where we go with it. This concept of us coming in now and having to put up with stuff that we absolutely do not agree with, and we can't say anything about it. We can't look away from it. We can't be vocal about it. We have to stand there and accept it. No. If they want to come out with basically videos talking about how they're coming for our children and they'll corrupt our kids, and this time we're correct on it, and they're coming for them, we'll convert your children. I'm telling them right now directly, 
you absolutely do not have my consent or my support to act like this in front of me whatsoever. You want to act like this? I'm going to act like this. Can't make that any more abundantly clear. I've had enough of it. And this is why they've pushed in the school systems very slowly. Because a lot of parents don't get involved with school stuff anymore. And I get it. A lot of times people get they get busy, they got work, they got business, they got family, and it's like, okay, I'm sending my kids to school, they're getting their education. The problem with it is that is exactly why they chose the education system through communism to pervert and distort the truth because it's one of the easiest areas to indoctrinate the children because the parents are not present. Think about that for a second. We've been basically told that the schools are required. Send your kid to school. That's what she does. That's, that's the standard idea. You see kids turn five, they go to kindergarten, and they start going to school. What do you do? You drop them off at school. That's it. You drop them off, pick them up. You don't get involved anymore. It's the one place that your minor child, even your single-digit child, has no parental consent, has no parental supervision from you for six to eight hours every single day. Now, think about it for a second. If the table's were changed up a little bit, and they said, hey, listen, by the way, um, this gay men choir, many of them have been obviously convicted of lewd and lascivious acts with children under 14, but listen, these guys, they're, they're, re they're really good guys, though. They're really tolerant. You're going to drop your five-year-old son off with the choir for them for eight hours every day, and it's, per it's perfectly fine. Just It's okay. Let them do their thing. Nothing bad will happen. Trust us. What would you say to that? Majority of you, I'm pretty confident, would say absolutely not. Are you crazy? I would never do that. These guys are pedophiles, okay? What do you think they're pushing in the school systems now, guys? They're directly involved in this. They blatantly say right here that the choir has an outreach program that brings them into elementary, middle, and high schools across the Bay Area. This is what they're promoting, and the tolerance can no longer be there. That's why it's so important to be careful what your kids are watching on TV, as I just brought up. I've, I've shut so many shows off that I've seen basically on the internet and TV and streaming and stuff before. I'm just looking at her. The kids want to watch something. I'll start looking at it, and I just get a check. I said, no, nah, I don't like this. I don't like subliminal tactics they're putting in here. I don't like the characters. I don't like it. It's weird. They always got to try to shove their agenda and stuff. That is why it's so important to be active in your kid's life because if we don't, if we don't keep raising little Americans, as I keep saying all the time, there will be no Americans left. They will not exist anymore. Also, to in other news across the pond, I saw this very disturbing footage from the new Wales Minister of Health and Medical Research, Brad Hazard, down in Australia. This is the new Wales MP. He came out now and basically is saying that lockdowns are just the way they are. Remember, I told you guys on the Hagman Show Friday. Ozzy Dave, one of our good listeners, friends, he actually came to my wedding in Australia. He called up the other day, just shook up. He goes, dude, you don't understand what's going on in Australia right now. He goes, this is nuts. He goes, we've had like a couple hundred people that allegedly have tested positive. We've literally had our first COVID death last week in 2021. One, one COVID death. One COVID death in 2021 in New Wales. The Minister of Health came out. And I quote, this is a world pandemic. It's one in a hundred year event. So you can expect that we'll have transmission from time to time. And that's just the way it is. We've got to accept this as the new world order. End quote. We have to accept the new world order. One person died from COVID last 2021 since this year. 
one person. And quite frankly, I'd be hard-pressed to even believe it was a COVID death. Australia, those guys down there get so much vitamin D from the sun. Most people in Australia have pretty good immune systems. They're pretty sharp. That's interesting. Now, they've now put full lockdowns again on Australia. Outdoor gatherings are limited to two people. Two people. You walk around with three people, you go to jail. Exercise permitted no further than 10 kilometers away from house. You're 11 kilometers from your house, you go to jail. Browsing shops, mm, forbidden. Only allowed to go in to buy the essentials, you must leave immediately. One person and each household is allowed to shop for essentials, that's it. Two people, go to jail. Funeral, limited to 10 people. You have 11th family members show up because their dad died? Mm -mm, Nope, go to jail. That is what's happened in Australia right now. So let's believe, best believe, that this is the agenda of COVID. Australia is just ahead of the curve on what they're wanting to do and how hard they want to push it. Because remember, unfortunately, much as I love Australia, they got themselves disarmed back in the 90s. And in my opinion, it was probably one of the biggest mistakes they ever allowed to have happen. Because Australia used to be very well armed. Very well armed. They had a lot of weapons down there for the populace. And so they had to use that shooting down there as an example of why nobody needs guns. I can tell you right now, this is a prime example from this piece of crap Brad Hazard down there, MP, telling people they need to accept the New World Order. This is why the example of you need guns. And I promise you guys, we're right on the cusp of them doing something again right now. Daily Mail just had an article that came out over the weekend. Complete and total fear porn, total fear porn, because this is the title. I'm just going to read you the title, and then I'm going to tell you what actually happened. Maid praised this hero after she alerts authority to massive weapon stash in Denver Hotel four days before the MLB game. FBI came out and said they feared it was going to be another Vegas-style mass shooting. She found 16 rifles and 1,000 rounds of ammunition with some body armor. Hardly. A massive stash. Let's be honest here. A thousand rounds of ammunition. That's one weekend worth of training and being conservative with your ammunition. Let's let's just call it what it is. They had to push the narrative. So they put this out in the mainstream. However, quietly, the FBI comes out on Sunday and says they believe that there was no plan to attack the game whatsoever. They actually connected it to a drugs deal that was happening in the hotel, and they were having a drug and basically weapons sale in this hotel room, and the maid happened to come in and basically found the weapons before the other guys got there with the dope. That's what it was. It was basically a bunch of criminals involved in drug trafficking, okay? And quite frankly – I have a hard time even believing that. I think that's the cover story for what happened. I think this was something else going on, and they had to basically try to basically put the spin on it. Because remember, the FBI is the same one that's been involved in hundreds, hundreds of setups. The same ones that sold, allegedly, fake surfaced air missiles to New York homeless men and told them they would pay them money if they would send off a surfaced air missile. And then they turned out and said, oh, by the way, we're the FBI. It's a total sting operation. We offered to give you $10,000 because you're homeless, and you said yes, and so now we're basically charging you as a terrorist. You're going to prison for 30 years. The same FBI that has basically refused to give anybody pretrial release or go out on bond that has been arrested 
from the January 6th simply for being up there in some case and videotaping stuff. The same FBI that said one of the individuals they arrested had a fully assembled Capitol Lego set. They've now come out and said, oh, whoops, by the way, that was a mistake. We didn't find it fully assembled whatsoever. We just found it in a sealed box and it was brand new. It hadn't even been put together. Yeah, that FBI. How do you accidentally confuse a fully assembled capital Lego set that costs $250 and it's like 10 feet long? How do you confuse that with a sealed box with a capital Lego set? Kidding me? Again. It's lies upon lies upon lies, and this is why it's our responsibility, my responsibility, Gaz's responsibility, your responsibility as our listeners to tell the truth about what's going on and hold these guys accountable, at least from a social standpoint. Say, listen, we're not buying what you're selling. You guys are a bunch of line sacks of poo right now. You guys are coming out and completely and totally misleading the populace on what's really going on. You got 500 people, most of which don't even have criminal records, and you're holding them against their will without bond, not even giving them pretrial release, holding them in jail until their court date, which has gone into indefinite now. She keeps on going, oh, we've got an extension on their court date, got an extension on their court date. Are you kidding me? Dude, they let people – I mean – Talk about the other day in Minnesota, guy knifes four women in an apartment complex, knifes four women with a machete and a butcher knife. He's released next day on pretrial release with an ankle bracelet. We have California where they release thousands, thousands of criminals because COVID, because COVID, man, we got to make sure everybody stays safe. We're going to release the criminals out. This is exactly what we've been talking about with the destruction of the United States and the collapse of bringing it to communism. It's happened right in front of our eyes. So at the very least, we're required to do is call it for what it is and tell everybody what's really going on, Dad. What do you think? Awesome. That was a really good segment. I really enjoyed listening to that. I took a lot of prep time into that. That was excellent. Uh, yeah, I agree with you. I mean, this, we have to call it for what it is. And we, we've got to realize that a lot of times our own government agencies set up people to commit crimes that they were never planning on doing to start with. And they're just set up. And then, the, then it's held out in front of you. Oh, look what they've done. Look what they've done. Like you said, with the homeless people with surface to air missiles. I mean, this is nuts. This is going on. And then he talked earlier about Fallujah. I have a chance to comment on that and how they went door to door in Fallujah and took a lot of hits and had a lot of people die doing that. And of course, a lot of, a lot of civilians died too. A lot of civilians die, too. And so we, we need to realize that when these civilians are dying, it's one of those things that just happens. You know, when you go into war, you have combat theater like that, and people basically die. And, and it's sad. It really, really is. And then remember what happened with that one hurricane that hit New Orleans. They went door to door clearing houses and seizing weapons. They already did the beta test on how to do that, how to get away with that. They've already done that. And then you think, well, the guy had a thousand rounds, you know, cache of weapon, you know, of, of ammunition. Guys, if you buy a box of 50, 45s or nine millimeters, that's a tiny little box. It's a tiny little box. It's a tiny little box. But hey, that's got 50 rounds in it. That's 20 little boxes. That's a cache of ammo. Are you kidding me? Like Austin said, a thousand rounds of ammunition. Shoot, I'll go to the gun range before the ammo got so doggone expensive, and I'll burn up two or three hundred rounds of nine millimeter and forty-five just running pistols. Not to mention when we pull out the three hundred eight and the two two three guns, we may run another hundred rounds of those. And if you get training, which Austin and I've done extensive training, you'll burn through a thousand rounds in a day. You think, well, that's a lot of ammo. Yeah, it is. 
That's why I said to you guys, ammo's gotten so doggone expensive that you need to just go ahead and learn how to dry fire your weapon and basically make sure it's cleared and nothing's in it and make sure you're safe with it and just, you know, and just practice. Let me, let me share something with you real quick. Zig Ziglar gave me this, uh, this analogy a long, long time ago. He said that they would take these prisoner of war guys in Vietnam. And these guys are like golfers. And well, they're laying in their cell all day, and they basically start practicing in their mind's eye. They start imagining playing golf. And they basically you know, went in and they you know, did, the, did the drive. They played the 18 holes. They did all the putts. They did all the stuff. And they did that just to preoccupy their time because they were so bored being you know, in cells in Vietnam during the Vietnamese War. And what ended up happening is they came back from the war playing as good, sometimes better golf than they played before. And Olympic athletes do this too. They train themselves like when they're diving. They go through all of the muscle, muscles and all the motions that they have to do when they're diving or when they're, or, when they're, or when they're running. And what they found is that the muscles are actually being triggered as the brain tells them that this is happening. And you can see all of these different muscles twitching all over the body. And they're actually doing this basically internally, and they're becoming better at it. The same thing is true with dry firing your weapon. The same thing is true as practicing that way. If you empty a revolver, or just you can heck it doesn't even have to be a real revolver. You can use a little you can use a little toy gun if you want. A little little six shooter with caps. You can do that. And just take take your time with it and just draw it back and just take rounds with it and just look at targets and just constantly think about being careful, squeezing the trigger, you know, not not jerking the gun and just doing it over and over and over again. You'll actually increase your ability and your target accuracy by doing that. It's so important to remember that you don't have to burn through all of this ammunition all of the time because there will be a time when we won't be able to get the ammunition back again. But yeah, remember, I'm going to say this too. Austin was talking about these guys just saying, "Get you know, this is the new world order. I'm going to say this again. This is so important. This new world order, it's not the new world order. It's the pre-Rome old world order. They're bringing that back. They're bringing back pre – they're bringing a, a new world order based upon – what happened before Jesus came and died for you? Jesus delivered us from the evil one if you accept Jesus Christ. The problem is the pulpits have been so brainwashed because of the Schofield Bible now that they don't want to talk about political issues. We have a great pastor at our church. He's phenomenal. Over well, the next six months, we're doing a whole expose on the life of Moses. Now, we were in church yesterday. Never mentioned one time what's going on with the vaccine. Never mentioned one time about door-to-door you know, visits from the government. Never mentioned anything. Just talked about Moses. And he did a really, really good sermon. I really enjoyed it. And I'm not saying there's not a time for that, because there is. But it's time for these pastors in the pulpits to wake up and start getting political. You think, well, he's a pastor who's basically being paid to be in the pulpit. He's a hireling. And in the event that he doesn't do what he's paid to do, the board can come in and remove him. That's the risk, isn't it? If you don't own your own 5013C corporation, they may tell you they're going to move on now and get somebody else because you were saying this and you weren't supposed to say this. That is a possibility for these big churches that hire pastors. Some of them may have an excuse as to why they don't want to do this because they will lose their jobs. But we have to understand that sooner or later, we have to take a stand for what we believe. It's really, really important for that. And I really like the one thing Austin said, too. He said that we've all had enough. We're done with rules for thee and not for me. And I, I've not heard that before, and I thought that was so good. Rules for thee and not for me. And think about that for a second. We can't criticize Bruce Jenner, but the gays can come in and tell us they're going to take our children and convert them to become homosexuals. 
We can't criticize Bruce Jenner because it's hate speech, but the gays say they're going to sodomize our children and kill them and destroy them and do all kinds of weird, crazy stuff to them. We can't criticize Bruce Jenner, but they can feed us every manner of perversion they want on the TV, and we can't say anything about it. Otherwise, we're bigots and we're producing hate speech. This is insanity. It really is. I mean, so I like that. It's enough of this, but rules for thee and not for me. Well, I'm like Austin now, and I said this to you two weeks ago. I'm done. Gloves are off. I've had it. I'm just going to call it out for what it is and what they say, because if we don't do that, this country's pretty much done. I mean, you know, we've got this guy down in Texas now. This DA has indicted the Army sergeant who shot that BLM guy protester after he put a gun to his head. I mean, think about that. That's not okay. How can that not be okay? In, in the Ozarks, there's a big statue of Jesus, right? And they, the activists draped a giant banner on this statue that said, God bless abortions. Are you kidding me? Well, the God they're talking about is that Baal or that Moloch or that Asher or that snake in a tree they call Einsoft that blesses abortions and wants human sacrifice of children. Gosh, guys, you got to remember, and I, I say this in the show over and over again, it's the same people. It's the ancient Canaanite religions through their priest classes who rule the, the planet. A guy came out last week and he did a – this lady did. She did a big thing on the Daily Mail. It was actually a good article. And she said that daily that, – that, 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 that Epstein was actually having these orgies in his mansion that was like from the movie Eyes Wide Shut. And he said he put a curse on her unborn child, all Kabbalah, all Kabbalah. And we got to understand this group runs Israel. This group runs the United States. They run France. They run Germany. They run England. They run everything because they control the central banks. It's this group of these satanic, Satan-worshipping weirdos that run the planet, but yet our pulpits are quiet. Guys, we got to speak out. Sing it from the rooftops. Tell everybody to listen to this show because we're not going to play that game. Austin, what do you think, buddy? Go ahead and finish it up. Love you guys. Yeah, absolutely. Very, very well said on that. And so thank you again for the support. Of health masters if you guys need anything you know where to get a hold of us healthmasters.com we're here to help you guys out the best we possibly can and you know the more people that i'm running into and i'm talking to the more people are pretty much not wanting to get this injection we've we've reached i pretty much think that threshold to where it's like he said it's that time now it's okay we're stopping like it's we're we're, we're no longer going to tolerate it we have to stand up but this is why they're getting so aggressive with this whole door-to-door -door thing. As I told you, I already explained it in detail. So it's our job to get aggressive and tell everybody, no, we will not consent to this under any circumstances whatsoever. Thank you again for the support. Healthmasters.com, if you guys need anything, we're here to help you guys out the best we possibly can. If you need any uh, updates or supplements, feel free to give us a call, 1-800-726-1834, the ultimate multiple capsule on sale right now summer sale 15% off ultimate multiple capsules probably one of the most effective base starter supplements we have really really good product and of course the CoQ10 Ubiquinol is on sale for product of the week and please be sure to get on there and vote for what you want to see win this week on Wednesday looks like the cortisol buster the adrenal support and the tribulus fuel those are all pulling pretty strong so be sure to get on there and vote on the website at healthmasters.com. And also one other story I thought that was interesting in Quebec, you know, Canada, they're kind of following the lines of what Australia has been doing in these insane lockdowns. They have now said 
and basically the uh, one of the main providence up there in Quebec Providence that they are planning on implementing a vaccine passport to forbid people who are not fully vaccinated from accessing non-essential services. And they said the move could come as early as September 1st if there are any more outbreaks, which you already know. All they keep, have to do is keep saying there's an outbreak and people go, oh, my gosh. Doesn't matter if there's any truth. Doesn't matter if there's any evidence. Doesn't matter if there's any facts on it. <laughs> Too many people have been conditioned. Question everything. Don't believe what you see or hear. Majority of it is all lies now if it's on television. As sad as that is, as weird as that is, understand what the TV is there for. Remember, it was patented originally as a mind control tool back in the 50s. That They patented it as that. You can look up the patent. That's not conspiracy. That's nothing. That's just a fact. So understand what you're putting in your mind and what you're listening and who you're listening to and how it's affecting you. If people are talking truth, if people are talking facts, look at what we're really doing right now. So again, thank you for the support of Health Masters. Have a blessed, safe, awesome night, my friends. Have a fantastic, fantastic week. It's the beginning of the week. It's time to knock it out of the park. You guys stay safe, stay prepped. I'll talk to you again tomorrow as always. Broadcasting to the U.S. and around the world by way of clear digital audio, 22,500 miles above the planet. This is the Global Star Radio Network.